Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Let's talk some blues with our blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. He works for The Athletic. That is where you can find his work. You can also follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. He joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. JR, what's going on, my man? Not too much. BK busy week, though. Could be. Absolutely. So I'm curious, where are we right now with the Blues? What are the latest things that you're hearing? What what can you tell us about where they stand right now is where, I guess, what, four days away from the protection list officially needing to be in? Yeah, all pretty quiet uh, right now. And as we always say in the business, you know, that can change moment to moment. But, uh, you know, the key issues uh, this week are uh, turning in the protected list. And that's going to happen on Saturday, as you've discussed. And then Sunday, that'll be made uh, public. Uh, possibly you could see some action prior to Doug Armstrong turning in that list on Saturday. You know, everything is kind of interconnected uh, in terms of who they're going to protect and who they're going to try to sign before uh, turning in that list. Does Jaden Schwartz get signed? If not, then Seattle would have a chance to talk to him as an unrestricted free agent. Uh, and then also hanging over everything is the Vladimir Tarasenko situation in terms of him asking for a trade request and the blues trying to uh, work through that. And could that happen prior to uh, turning in the protected list Saturday or does that uh, linger past uh, that date? So uh, lots of things going on right now. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if anything uh, were to happen, but at the moment uh, I can't say anything's imminent. So let's talk about, let's kind of work our way down the board, if you will. Um, the priority number one, at least as far as I can see, it seems to be, uh, from Blues fans, Gabriel Landeskog and or Matthew Kachuk. Like, explore those two options first, and then everything else kind of flows from there. Would you agree with that assessment that those are kind of the top two big fish that are potentially out there for the Blues? Well, considering that every time I look at my uh, Twitter feed, the tweets say, do not tweet unless you're telling me that the Blues have either signed Landeskog or traded for Matthew Kachuk, I would agree with you. <laughs> okay. But uh, that's how it's been, yeah. So if that is where they start, Jr., what do you think they do if they can't land one of those two guys? Like if they end up exploring this Matthew Kachuk thing and they find out, okay, Calgary's not moving on from them, him this offseason, maybe it's more likely next offseason. And then they explore the Gabriel Landeskog option and free agency and Landeskog is not going to end up leaving Colorado. Who are the other options that could fill that top line left winger role, Jr.? 
Well, first of all, BK, you know, Doug Armstrong, he's bold. He, he exhausts all of his options. He goes for the, the big fish when it makes sense, like he did with Ryan O'Reilly. But at the same time, he's got to be safe and protect what he has. And right now, that's Jaden Schwartz. I know there's been interest in keeping him. You know, recently, uh, there have been d- discussions. So you don't know what's going to happen with Matthew Kachuk. You don't know what Gabriel Landeskog is thinking. I have heard that the Blues will express interest in Landeskog when uh, free agency comes, if he indeed remains a free agent and hits the market. Uh, but in the meantime, not knowing what's going to happen with those two situations, they've got to try to reach an agreement with uh, w- with Jaden Schwartz. If it doesn't work out with Jaden Schwartz, obviously that leaves uh, more cap room. Perhaps uh, that goes to Elanda Skog if everything works out. And maybe you try to talk to Calgary about Matthew Kachuk. I've said to you in recent weeks, I don't think that would happen this summer. Quite possibly it could, but, you know, I think that's something for for down the road. Now, stepping back from everything we just said and said, okay, look, if, if they can't sign Schwartz, they strike out on Landis Skog, Kachuk uh, isn't moved this offseason – where do they go? I think it's a situation where you're going to see, uh, you know, uh, Braden Shen primarily play on that left side. I think that, uh, you know, you'll probably see what we've seen the past couple of years is some sort of combination of Zach Sanford, Sammy Blay get some opportunity. Probably won't be popular with the fans, but I think that's a possibility. Uh, Blake Coleman's an unrestricted free agent. Makes some sense playing on the left side. He'd be in from the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. And now you have a situation where you got a Zach Creasy who uh, will be available in free agency. And I'm not saying he's your second-line guy. I'm just saying could he be in the mix somewhere. Um, he's going to be cheap, and he's got some experience, so that, that's another possibility. Well, you mentioned Zach Parise, Jr. Do you think they were Zach Parise and Ryan Suter were bought out today by the Minnesota Wild that broke this morning? How much interest do you think the Blues will have in both of those guys? Yeah, a little early to tell. I think everybody a little bit surprised, uh, even though, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about uh, Parisi and his future for the past couple of years. But uh, Bill Guerin making a bold step today. He's going to spend a lot of money uh, for those guys not to play for the Minnesota Wild with both uh, Parisi and Suter. To me, I think Parisi of the two makes a little more sense. The one thing you have to be careful of is, you know, he wasn't happy as a healthy scratch. You know, can he come in and play fourth-line minutes for you? Uh, if he can, if he can, you know, and in a pinch he plays third line for you, then potentially he could come in and and help you out. Suter, I think he can still play, and and of course, you know, when you got a guy with that kind of experience who's coming in for you know pennies on the dollar, yeah, sure, why not? The only thing is, the Blues have uh, right now currently you have Krug, you have uh, Scandella, you have Vince Dunn, you have Nico Mikola. You know, are you going to bring in a Ryan Suter at the expense of developing a Mikula, for example? You know, we don't even know if Vince Dunn will be here uh, in a couple of days. So I think some of those things have to play out. Fortunately, all that's going to happen uh, before the Blues get to free agency and have to, you know, consider do we try to go after a, a Ryan Suter? So I think he can help you, yeah, but I just don't know that he makes sense for the Blues. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider for 101 ESPN, and you can find his work over at The Athletic. Give him a follow on Twitter. He's at JP Rutherford. JR, earlier today we talked to Joe Haggerty of Boston Hockey Now about the possibility of Vladimir Tarasenko maybe going in a package to Boston. For me, That seems like the best case scenario for the Blues as a landing spot, just because they have multiple players that could be of interest to St. Louis. 
do you view Boston as like if we're just looking at the return that the Blues could get in any Vladdy trade? Does that to you make the most sense, given the fact that they have Jake DeBrusque and Trent Frederick, who can both play on the left side for them? Yeah, I think it's one of them. And we had the piece up yesterday, uh, landing spots for Tarasenko and what the Blues could possibly get in return. Two things, you know, when you do a story like that, you really can't get into uh, the cap space because cap can get moved, as we see every offseason. And secondly, you know, when we say that the Blues could get this back, a first-round pick and Trent Frederick from the Boston Bruins, as Joe said earlier in your interview, you know, maybe that materializes if there's more to the deal going to Boston than just Tarasenko. Maybe Vince Dunn is going uh, to Boston. So in terms of what the Blues would want from the Bruins and could the Blues be interested in making a deal with them, yeah, I think that's definitely a spot. I know that's uh, one of the teams that's on Tarasenko's list that he's provided the Blues. Um, they do have a couple players. You touched on DeBrusque, uh, was a good player earlier in his career, hasn't produced uh, the last year or so. And then you have Trent Frederick, who's a much different player, uh, brings kind of that edge, that physicality. And, you know, if you can pry that first-round pick away from the Boston Bruins, number 20 overall, the Blues need assets, I think that type of deal could work. And in the meantime, it frees up some cap room for Doug Armstrong to go into uh, free agency, and maybe that allows you to uh, to talk to Landis Gogger, to talk to somebody else on that left side. To me, the best deal for Tarasenko isn't going to, to, to be bringing in an established player because I don't think you're going to get even value for that. I think it's going to be trying to find something where, um, you know, maybe, maybe you get a, a lesser player, maybe you get a draft pick, a prospect, but you're able to use that cap space to better your team at a different position. JR, if you did make a package deal with Vladimir Tarasenko and Vince Dunn, does that need to get finished within the next three days? Well, I think it, it could, and it probably would benefit you to do that because then it would uh, make your protected list a lot easier and you could protect the more guys. So perhaps you don't lose an Ivan Barbashev if you're able to pull off that kind of deal in the, in the next couple of days. But, you know, I always say this, but if there's one thing I've learned from watching Doug Armstrong work for years and years and years is, you know, I don't think he's going to be rushed into making an ill-advised Tarasenko deal or an ill-advised Vince Dunn deal just to get it done before the protected list. It could happen. I'm just saying I, I try to go on experience with Doug, and that's what I've seen from him. You know, he's not going to rush into uh, something like that. And then also one thing that he told me uh, and told the media a couple months ago that still sticks with me is, you know, don't trade a guy like Vince Dunn just to get something for him so that you don't lose him in the expansion draft because let's say you trade Vince Dunn for a second-round pick. Well, now you lose Ivan Barbashev in the expansion draft. Okay, well, now you've lost two guys and you've got a second-round pick coming back. So, you know, I would think that if you're going to trade Vince Dunn, the deal has to make sense from a hockey standpoint as opposed to just uh, not losing him in the uh, expansion draft. Right. The only reason I mention that is because I would imagine he would probably be the most um, interesting player for Seattle in the expansion draft. So you probably would lose him there. And after the protection lists are put in on July 17th, so I think that's Saturday, there's Saturday, a freeze yeah. on the roster, right? So you would right. you would basically eliminate any chance of being able to make that move with Vladdy and done if you don't have that done by friday evening saturday morning right yeah so the trade freeze will kick in and you won't be able to move them but gotcha. you know going back to to what i was saying is you know if if doug armstrong doesn't find the deal he likes with one or both of those players prior to the protected list 
then he just makes the protected list what it is and then tries to make a trade uh, with Tarasenko after uh, the uh, Seattle expansion draft. And if Dunn's gone, you know, Dunn's gone. So I don't think they want to lose him. I think they're going to try to do everything they can to not lose Vince Dunn. I'm just saying that I don't think there's going to be a rush to make a deal uh, just to, uh, to to make one and not lose him in the expansion draft. I think Doug's going to have different plans up his sleeve to tr- to try to prevent that from happening. Last thing that I wanted to ask you as a follow-up was we're talking with JR here on 101 ESPN. Do you think there's any chance that they could try packaging up Vladdy Tarasenko and Tory Krug to Boston? I think there's a possibility. You know, there's so many endless things that, that you could ask, and, you know, just trying to stay specific to your question there, you know, Tarasenko's going to be on the move. Uh, Tory Krug, you know, has it been perfect? No. Could he, by being with the team on a daily basis and, you know, uh, being around his teammates, being able to go out and enjoy himself, you know, fit in better and, and thus maybe lead the, to a better player on the ice? Perhaps that could happen, like we saw with, uh, with Justin Falk. But the one thing with Boston and Tory Krug, to your point here, is there's a reason they didn't sign him to a six or seven year deal for six million, six five. They they didn't think, as Joe Haggerty told you earlier, that uh, that player was worth that type of contract. So if they make that trade now, that's exactly the deal that they're paying Tory Krug. Mm-hmm. So you know, could it, could it happen? Yeah, it could happen, but it would kind of be going against what. Boston stance has been the past couple of years on bringing Tory Krug back in the first place. Interesting. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. I know you're going to be filling in with us on Friday for an hour, so we're looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll get some news between now and then. Yep, sounds good, BK. Thanks a lot, buddy. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.